my condolences to the family of uh, Mark Bachelor. Uh, as a player that played for Orlando Pirates, uh, as a chairman, uh, Ivan Kova, and all the members of uh, Orlando Pirates family, we want to extend uh, our our deepest condolences uh, to the family whilst understanding the extent of the grief. It might not be the same, but we felt the loss because of the impact, you know, uh, Mark Bachelor made into the team when he came for the first time. So you know, I'm the pirates, you know, from uh, Dynamos, together with my gents, uh, with John, John Muyeti, with Max uh, Mopoyana. Uh, the impact they created uh, went on, you know, to win the league in 1994. In 1995, you know, he went and uh, be part of the team, especially the memorable first leg, where he was in the starting lineup until the finish. Uh, but more importantly, he was on the bench in the second leg. But we can never underestimate his fearlessness. Uh, his strength, uh, Mark was not a faceless coward. Uh, he stood his ground for himself and others you know, in the team and the field of play. And uh, we just say to the family, the great love for Paris, but uh, his success, especially for acquiring the star, he came at a time when we're ushering the new dispensation in this country. Late 1995, he set up a precursor also to Wafana Wafana in 1996 to win the Africa Cup of Nations. Because our win inspired the whole country. In fact, we got an award from the president of Senegalese as the first team at first attempt to win the Champions League. But more importantly, the late you know, President Madiba invited the whole cabinet to Machambanto, and the whole cabinet, a great committee of CAF, to celebrate this unbelievable achievement by a club uh, who has been you know, uh, in isolation so many years because of the police of the country. So Mark also, he showed the character of a true South African because he got involved with our football in the whole South Africa, where he was not scared to go to any township. He never saw his color as a barrier. He saw himself as a South African. Uh, himself, Gavin Lane, McFish, uh, those are icons in my book, uh, because they showed the character together with, you know, uh, Keith Rock. Because they were involved, you know, in, in our sport when they were not fashionable to come and play in our sport. But they show courage and also to see that they are South Africans regardless of their pigmentation. But coming to McPatula, we had to say, may God embrace him. May he solve it peacefully. We recognize his contribution as a part of football club, a football in the broader terms. Uh, but also for him to have broken the record uh, to have played for almost all the top teams in the country, uh, being, you know, Orlando Pirates, Kaiser Chiefs, Luigi Sundance, Morocco Swallows, and this University. Uh, but more important, because forgetting his team, he came from uh, Dynamos, which was owned by Najib. So I want to say to the family, uh, you have an icon who has left the legacy in this country, who was honored by Madiba, the only team that was honored by Atiba having won the championship. So that I'm going to embrace as an achievement of a lifetime. Whenever people speak of Atiba, remember that achievement of 1995, 16th of December. That is the worth you know, recognizing that everybody participated. What was saying, thank you for liberating this country. Thank you for giving us a chance. It's just attempt to win the cup. We all ask God to intercede and give them any strength and friends and everybody 
whom meaning had meaningful experience with you know uh, Mark Bashir that we are saying as around the Paris Football Club we remember all these properties, you know, uh, memories uh, that he left with us. So when we want to be excited, we want to talk about him, we talk about his strength and put, uh, how he used to hit the ball, how he used to give courage to those players that were not strong enough in the field of play if they are intimidated. The court posed this tool peacefully. The voice of Dr. Urban Corsa, Orlando Pirates chairman, paying tributes to one of South African football legends, Mark Batchelor, who was mercilessly cut gunned down on Monday night. And it's a really, really sad day, the day thereafter. And uh, we'll pay tributes to the man, the great legend of the sport, uh, throughout the show this evening on Marawa Sport Worldwide. Owen Honey sitting in for Robert Marawa this evening. And if you would like to participate in the tributes uh, that we would like to uh, throw to forward to this man, uh, you can give us a call on 089-110-3377 or 089-110-2000. Moreover, you can uh, send us a WhatsApp voice note on 060-584-2250 and we'll be playing those throughout the show this evening. He was one of a few players to have turned out for the big three uh, Soweto Giants, Kaiser Chiefs, Orlando Pirates and Morocco Swallows. Uh, Bachelor was a rare breed of talent indeed. The blonde-haired Bachelor captivated the hearts of many with his killer instincts to find the back of the net. His uh, timely aerial prowess and uh, class of goals would never be uh, matched again. Listen to this as uh, we just take a look back at one of his goals he scored for Morocco Swallows against Joma Cosmos. Has a good eye. He just put the curse on him by saying that. Let's try again. That's a better one. Bachelor. And Matita's service to Bachelor has been delu- uh, excellent. And the referee has pointed to the penalty spot. Jerome Damon had a good look at that. He had no hesitation. And Swallows are in a position to level this Bob Safe Super Bowl tie. Silva Shabalala hangs on to the ball, but he's going to have to give it up soon and try and keep it out of his net. What drama here at Olympia. And the penalty to be taken, I think, by Mark Batchelor. Unless Lerofolo is going to come in at a run. So the new man, in at half time. Influential from the minute he got his first touch. Now the chance to level things. Bachelor against Silva Shavalala, it's 2-2. And the birds are back, back with a bang. And Bachelor's their man. And of course, uh, Bachelor definitely the man there. Scoring for Morocco Swallows against Joma Cosmos in the Bob Save last 16 encounter back in 2001. And he was a rare breed of player. And uh, with that in mind, let's uh, now chat to his brother, Mar- uh, Warren Bachelor. Uh, good evening, Warren. Uh, our condolences to you and the rest of your family. Uh, good evening. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, quite emotional, actually. Yeah, <laughs> listening to that, I'm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, listening to that, I'm sure you must be emotional. He was a yeah. rare breed of talents, indeed. A man that was able to cross the divide in South Africa from the time he stepped onto the fields. He didn't see color. He was one man, and he was a man of soccer. Uh, take us through his early days of football. I mean, you were there every step of the way with him. I, I was, and I. I used to love those days. Excuse my voice. It's, it's been a long day, as you can imagine. Um, but 
I, I used to go to all those matches, and I and I remember sitting in the stands and screaming and watching the crowd get behind him, and you know watching them all scream for the blonde bomber, and you know the way that he used to use his head, mm. you know, and score goals with his head. He, he was a legend to this country. He's a, he's a hero. He was a kind man, you know, mm. and, and he always took the time to to speak to young players and kids that, that, that wanted to talk to him. He never he never shunned any fan away. He was a very special human being um during his soccer days. He was he was a talent of note and and uh, I I I miss him terribly. I'm I'm totally devastated and broken. I can only imagine that you must be uh, uh, you must have been so inundated with calls today also the family having to deal with all of this just uh I mean, it's 24 hours has passed since he's late since he's passing. Has there been yeah. any other news that has broken since, uh, with regards to his senseless killing? No, no, I, I, you know, I'm not focusing on that right now. Um, you know, as, you know, the, the outpouring of love and support and wishes has been so overwhelming. You have no idea. I, I can't get to every one of them. It's, it's hundreds and hundreds upon hundreds that are coming in on, on on an hourly basis. And, you know, just to show you how, how much he was loved. Um, you know, of course, we are the haters, and, and mm-hmm. there will always be. But um, I'm not focusing on that. Um, I'm focusing on, you know, trying to come to terms with what has happened and as well to arrange a beautiful send-off for my brother because he deserves it. He was a talented player, not only in football. He played many other sports, uh, rugby included. Uh, just take oh, us through goodness. what he's. T- he was he was a gifted player, indeed. Uh, you know, you know, I couldn't stand him as a child because he was so good at it. <laughs> you know, I was always a trier. You know, he could he could pick up any ball sport. Um, mm. You know, he was extremely talented rugby player, a fly half. And at the time when he made his choice to go to soccer, he could have made a career in rugby. Mm. And it was at the time of when soccer was not even fully professional yet. It was kind of semi-professional. And and he started off because uh, of his love for the game. Um, mm. He used to play a brilliant game of tennis. Um, mm. And he could play squash, which normally tennis players can either play one or the other, squash and tennis players. But mm. he, he could play either. Mm. And he chose soccer. And, and soccer embraced him. And he embraced soccer. And, you know, that, that day of winning the African Cup of Nations was a very special day. Mm. And, you know, I heard Dr. Koza was in the interview um, while I was on hold. Mm. And um, it really touched me that because that was a very special day. And, you know, Madiba, Madiba had such a soft spot for mm. my brother. And uh, at, at such a, at such a loss for the country. I mean, such a senseless mm. killing that I... I have no idea. The scene last night, uh, at, at the scene, it, it, it was, it, I can't even explain in words what, what I witnessed when I got there. And um, it was just, disgusting mm. Warren I want you I want you to, to to just we're going to take a break now just uh, gather your thoughts and, and we'll get back to you but we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to delve a bit more into uh, Mark's uh, uh, fantastic career as a soccer player and you can just take us through that so please bear with us and we'll be back with more after these Hashtag MSW and Mark Batchelor was uh, an unbelievable striker in his day uh, they called him at the blonde bomber um, Eddie Lewis 
uh, our late uh, coach was the one who discovered him. He came to Vitz before he played for the likes of Pirates and Chiefs and Swallows and Sundowns. Uh, and he was very passionate about the game. Uh, he fought hard for every single game. He fought to protect his teammates. Uh, it didn't matter what happened, who you were. Um, if you played for Vitz and you were in Mark Batchelor's team, he would give you 110%. And, uh, he, you know, a lot of people have said uh, bad boy of football. He was certainly never that uh, at Brooks University. Um, he was always there training. He did extra training. Uh, he wanted to be good and he wanted to play for the best. And, uh, you know, when he left us eventually to join uh, the Giants club, uh, he would always come back to Brooks University on a Friday night and uh, see the guys playing. And, uh he, he was a true footballer and, you know, he will certainly be missed. And uh, no matter what people have of their opinions, uh, our opinion of him was that uh, he was a great player for us during that time. And he was a club man, a true club man. The voice of Raymond Hack, former Bitbiscuits uh, chairperson, uh, remembering the uh, late Mark Batchelor. And we got on the line uh, Mark Batchelor's uh, brother, Warren. Thank you for staying with us, Warren. Uh, the voice there of uh, Raymond Hack uh, talking about the late Eddie Lewis, who discovered Mark in his, and brought him to Bitbiscuits. That must have been a great honor for Mark at the time to join a club such as Bitbiscuits. Yes, it was. Um, you know, once he went and played for Vitz, ignited him. Um, ignited his spirit. It ignited everything that he wanted to do. And and you saw, and it, and you saw. I'm sorry, my battery's dying here. Okay. Um, but but you but you saw you heard what what was said on that. And mm. and you know when he went to to play for Swallows and and then went on. I mean. I remember because, you know, I, I, I'm a, in the film and television industry mm. and I arranged the event that launched um, total sponsorship of Morocco Swallows and Mark was Mark was so prevalent in, in that and in helping me and, and making it right. And, and mm. you know, he just he just had such a, a passion for the, for the sport that, mm. that it's going to be sorely missed. Raymond Ack also mentioned there that he was definitely not the bad boy of football. He was a man that played the game very hard. That just, yes. like you said, there was the passion that he had for the game. I guess it is. You know, the bad boy image comes from off the field, and you know there were certain colourful incidents, and you know that 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 made Mark. You know, everybody is a complex person, mm. and Mark is no no exception. But when he was on the field, I saw it in my own eyes. I saw the passion. I saw the drive. I, I saw the aggression in his play. Mm. I mean, he was a big player. He was a big boy. Mm. You know. And when he went into a tackle, he did not hold back, you know. Mm. And there were many people carried off in some of those games, you know. Uh, he, he played for teams, Bitvest, Bits, Orlando Pirates, Supersport United, Kaiser Chiefs, Mamalodi Sundance, Morocco, Swallows. There was one team that was really missing there, and I guess that was Bafana Bafani. Did he have any, you know, hiccups or gripes not no, playing no, for, no. for the national team? No, because he, he, actually, he actually got a Bafana jersey. Um, and he, I think he did sub um, one day, um, and and that's what got him his jersey because I know I've, I've got that jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you know I'm not sure what happened there. I think I heard one of your other um, listeners yes. saying about you know the the fact that there was other people. It wasn't about that. I think it was just timing and bad luck. You yeah. know I don't think there was any 
any any issues there. I mean, mm. and the, what also you've, you've got about is his overseas career. I mean, he yeah. played in Denmark, mm. he played in the United States, and he played in China. Mm. Um, an interesting story, he played for Rod Stewart's team in, in America. Wow. And they made it through to uh, the final, or whatever, whatever the competition was. Mm. And Mark was in, I can't remember, he was on the other side of the States, and Rod Stewart sent his plane to get Mark because he wouldn't do the final without Mark playing. <laughs> so there's lovely stories like mm. that, you know. One other fantastic story about Mark, I guess, is his playing days at Orlando Pirates, winning four major titles there. And one yeah. of them being the '95 Africa Cup of uh, uh, oh. Africa Cup of uh, Champions yeah. Clubs. I mean, that was yeah. a, a fantastic title that he picked up there, and yeah. he, that defined his career. Yeah, it absolutely did. You know, and 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 the, you know that the, the adulation that he got from that, you know, and and you know, suddenly when when you leave the sport, um, it's hard to leave a sport where you you know your sporting career is you only have a limited amount of time to achieve. Mm. You know, you don't achieve it in that amount of time. You're too old and you have to, you have to move on. Mm. And I think in Mark's limited time that he had to prove it, even though he wasn't a prolific performer player, mm. I think he's left his indelible mark mm. on South African soccer. Earlier you spoke about his uh, kind-heartedness, especially with children. And Raymond Ack also alluded to the fact that he, he would come back and see his old club, but with time and time again. Uh, yeah. He had a special place in his heart when it came to the youth and youngsters of this country in whatever sport it may be. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, his, it's just his kind. He just had this special way about him that he could, he could engage with the younger players. And, 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 and younger players wanted to be in his team. Mm. You know, I've met so many people who said, I played with Mark in under-12s at um, Wonders, you know, when Mark was at Wonders, you mm. know. Um, and, you know, they, everybody just remembers fond memories of being in a team with him, and they all, always wanted to be in a team with him. Mm. What uh, memories do you have of him playing with the big three, uh, Kaiser Chiefs, Orlando Pirates, and Morocco Swallows? What stands out for you? <laughs> the derbies, of course. Mm. You know, yeah. when you go into the derby and there's, what, 100,000 people in there, the atmosphere is electric. Um, you know, when he runs on the field... And you know, and the crowd cheer for the because the blonde hair just stood out so so much mm-hmm. in the in the stands, you know, and the cheering that went on, the atmosphere. I, I miss that intensely. Mm. Was was Mark ever nervous going into a derby? What kind of man was he ahead of a, a major game like that? <laughs> he always used to wear the same pair of underpants, <laughs> and and he would not change them. They were holy and. You know, and he would he would only wear these lucky underpants. You know that that's what his little quirk. You mm. know, so you know he had these little quirks. You know, and and the, you know, and of course the 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 rituals that the players have to go through mm. before games. You know, mm. the sort of you know the sort of spiritual rituals and things they had to do was. You know, he was quite he was quite he was quite amused by all of that, and he, and he gave it his all. You know. Mm. After football came to an end for Mark, uh, was there any players that he stayed close with, that he kept in close contact with all these years? I think he stayed in contact with a lot of players. Mm. Um, Neil Toby and all of those close crowd. I mean, they're all close friends. And, mm. you know, um, so, you know, obviously that was a long time ago. So I, I really don't know who he really kept close to and, yeah. and you know, um, you know, who his friends, but he did stay in touch with a lot of the players. I mean, they, they have a bond, you know, they've mm-hmm. gone through so much, um, endured so much, trained together, lived together, toured together. So, 
you know, it's it's. Uh, I think you know he miss he misses all of that. You mm. know? He missed that. I mean. Obviously, after a senseless killing like this, uh, I guess all you want as his brother is justice. Uh, and uh, let's hope that justice prevails. Uh, I do hope so. You know, um, senseless killings like this is all too commonplace in this country. And um, it's it's out of control. And, and it's something has got to give. Mm. But, you know, right now I'm focusing on on on, on, get, on grieving and, and, and going through the process. But more importantly, I want to give my brother the send-offs that he deserves. We all do want to do that as well. Uh, Warren Bachelor, thank you so much for your time this evening. Our heartfelt thank condolences you. with you and the rest of the family as well. Thank, thank you very much. I do appreciate that. Warren Bachelor. Uh, all the love from the listeners. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Warren Bachelor, Mark, uh, Mark's brother, who was uh, killed senselessly yesterday, gunned down in front of his house in uh, Olivedale in Johannesburg and uh, we will fondly remember him and if you'd like to pay your tributes to the great man the blonde bomber as he was affectionately known as uh, you can send us a whatsapp voice note on 060-584-2250 and uh, we've got some uh, voice notes now and some other tributes that came through for Mark Bachelor. I could not believe when I heard that uh, Bachelor has passed on really sad news indeed may his soul rest in peace a baganea through and through once a parrot always a parrot i'd like to send my deepest condolences to the family of mark bachelor us as football fans will always remember him for those haters he had this ability to hit the ball to any direction inside the box and he would always score but in any way if it's god's will may his soul rest in peace goodbye mark bachelor good evening uh, msw you know it is with great sadness uh, that today we're gonna sleep without mark bachelor what a legend in football he played his head out for all the pirates chiefs Swallows and uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. He was a very, very good and great player. Let his soul rest in peace. This is Moses Mukwena of Hamukokwaila. Thank you. Condolences to Mark Bachelor's entire family and to the soccer uh, fraternity. Uh, just thanking Mark for bringing soccer, the love and of the game, into our homes and into our hearts. We pray that his soul will rest in peace. Personally, I played with him, a good man, a friendly man, an aggressive man inside of the field. But you know, I, as, a, as a legend, it's very bad, you know, you know, killings, you know. It's so sad when one of our uh, icon, legend, uh, dying like this, it, it's, it's so sad. You know? That was the voice of Bodan Lanya, who also fondly remembers his playing days alongside Mark Batchelor. Well, another player that played alongside him was Gavin Lane, who played with the Blonde Bomber at Pirates in the 90s. And they were part of the famous team that won the African Champions League in 1995 after having won the league title in 1994. Well, he joins us on the line now to share some of those memorable moments they had together. Good evening, Gavin. 
Uh, good evening, uh, Owen, and good evening to all the listeners out there. And also tell uh, Paul and I say hello. Um, <laughs> nice to hear him as well. So, um, we'll, yeah, good evening to everyone. We will do that. Gavin, uh, you have fond memories of him. Uh, we just spoke to his brother, uh, Warren, just a few minutes ago, and he told sure. us some of the superstitions that uh, Mark had. One of them was his lucky underpants that he would wear uh, ahead of major <laughs> games. Tell us a bit more about the man that you knew in the dressing room, out on the field, and also when you were socializing. Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, we all know Batches as well. Mark Batchelor is Batch. Mm-hmm. We always called him Batch, and you know, the blood bomber uh, I still remember he came and joined us at Pirates the one day and we were actually busy training and he came up there and after the training session he because he just came in and they started introducing um Bastos and he still he still said to I think a few of us standing around, he said, You guys didn't even greet me. I said, Well what do you do? What are you talking about? He said, You guys didn't even greet me. I came there standing behind the goals. I said, Bet, we were concentrating on the training session. He said, Oh well, well but that's what bet, you know what I mean? They had a good sense of humor. Um uh, what a what a what a great guy and um yeah, I had a lot of lot of um, good times with Batch because obviously him and myself shared a shared a room together when mm. whenever we went away on fish luck and we we travelled into Africa. Um, getting back to the getting back to the, the story with his underpants. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it <laughs> hey, because I think uh, so I can remember it's a little bit of tinker. <laughs> oh no we we it is so a lot of players have superstitions and i guess just one of them that we could have touched on but tell us a bit more about coming into that famous orlando pirates team in the 90s was it difficult for him to just step into those shoes and full the fulfill the the, the frontline player that he was uh, yeah especially he's brought a blimmin added added thing to the to any team because obviously he was he was he was a big a big boy and um, robust and strong in the air, very, very good. I mean, he's, I mean, to get up in there and win. I mean, he had, he had, a, he had a play against or try to take positions of guys like Mark Papagnani, who was a legend in in the South African soccer. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Scosana, we all know about Jerry and the Beto. So obviously, um, Beto was a you know as a, as a striker that would always you know that if, he, if he's on the field, he's going to give you 120 percent, and that's what he always brought to you, even in a change. I mean, if he was a it was on the bench, you know, because it was hard to make the team. I mean, mm. when we in those days when we were playing, it was we had quality, quality starting, quality players on the bench, and um, so I think that's what made us made us so great. We actually fought for each other. So if he was on the bench, he would he be he'd be like on the sideline roaring, <laughs> telling the guys, "Hey, do this," and yeah. So Bench was, you know, he, he was it was wonderful to have him around. As I said, I shared a, a room with him all the most of the time, mm. and so yeah, we'll always had good fun and. A lot, lot of chats about uh, good things and other things and, you know, all things about yeah, it. was, mm. um, yeah, a great, a great servant to South African soccer. I mean, he played for, you know, some of the top, top clubs in, in, in South Africa, you know what I mean? And doesn't, it's not easy just to go into a club and, and fit in there and, and bet, did it all the time. So, mm. you know what I mean? So it just shows you what type of character for the person was or batching. And, um, yeah, I had I had wonderful moments with him. And mm. as I said to on, on to the uh, 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 Talk show today or whatever it was, mm. um, you know, playing, playing, playing with Batch was it was always a pleasure because you know, for corners, uh, even I would stand there and he would he would come. I think he still he still claims the one goal that I scored in, <laughs> I think in the semi final we were playing, uh, or yeah, or whatever. He said no, he took out the keeper and I got the header, so that's what they say. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was always 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 a pleasure to play with him because you know he was he was he's big and strong and. Mm. But it was never ever a pleasure to play against him because you know what you're up against. You know, yeah. Batch is always going to throw some elbows. 
He's going to be big. He's going to be strong. He'll, hold, he'll shield the ball. And mm. obviously, him and I had quite a lot of tussles on and off the ball with elbows and mm. and whatever like this. But, you know, as you, as you walk the field, you shake hands and you mate again. Yeah. And, and that's what the type of person he was. You know what I mean? It, as you say, you walk over that white line, you you, you, you want to win. And, 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 and Bass was like that. I was like Gavin, that. I'm going to have to just interject there. We just have to go to ad breaks first and we'll come back and we can uh, share more of those uh, famous memories you have with Mark Batchelor. Worldwide. Well, that's 1995 for three months until the final of the Champions League. Supporters of Orlando Pirates said, Jerry Scott Go. Jerry Scott Sanamasco. Now, what happened is, ever goes. Jerry Scott Sanders, because he street life, it's got a temperament, which to some other supporters was a negative temperament. And Jerry, when that tackle came away, the two players, you know, he collided. He stood because of street wise and he collided the ball. And then Kojima was advancing how he plays the ball. Now, today, Jerry is an icon in the hero. But if I listen to the supporters at that time, I don't think we'll be having a start today. So I'm saying that, you know, I don't condone the action of the brother. You're unprofessional. It's unbecoming. NSW. You know, um, I would say condolences uh, to his family and to the football fraternity and the entire South African. You know, because uh, when I hear the news, you know, I received them with, with, with great uh, shock, you know, and sadness. Because um, I wasn't expecting that one would lose his life in that manner, you know, even though we know that uh, one day, we will all die, but not in that manner and how Mark died. So, yes, um, I would say I'm also, like, uh, uh, I'm grateful that, you know, I also had uh, an opportunity to play amongst him at Orlando Paris, and also he also contributed in my development, you know, because um, the goals that he scored, I just provided him at some stage, you know, that also make my profile, you know, uh, to improve, even though his profile also improved at the same time. So I would say, yes, he contributed immensely, you know, in the development of my football, you know, but now to, 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 to hear that he has passed on, you know, it's one of the saddest moments, you know, in my life. Well, that was the voice of former Bafana Bafana Orlando Pirates attacking midfielder Hellman, Midnight Express, Mkelele. And, uh, wow, yes, he's got some fond memories of uh, the great man himself, Mark Batchelor. And we're in conversation with uh, Mark's former teammates at Orlando Pirates, uh, Gavin Lane on MSW this evening. Gavin, uh, uh, you heard the voice there of the Midnight Express. Uh, he must yeah. also bring back some fond memories. You've played alongside sure. him for many a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as as Heli as Heli said there, you know, he, he created a lot of goals for Batch and but you put the ball in the right place for Batch, he was gonna score goals. So mm. um yeah, no, they definitely as, as just listening to Holman, um that, that that team that we had for those those few years together we really as as I said, we really, really bonded as a team and you know, travelling to Africa is never ever easy and mm. we had such great team spirit and I think that's why if you speak to any of those guys that went uh, when we went um, to, into Africa, 
we had fond memories and we had hard, it was hard times <laughs> in touring there because some of the countries are very difficult to get to about but the team spirit, that's what took us through and and Bats was definitely one of the one of the, the, the outstanding guys as we when we come into team spirits and that's always been motivated and, and, and things like that. So yeah, any 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 fun memories there mm. and yeah. Nice to hear Hellman talking there. <laughs> Big, strong, hard players seems to be something missing in football. I mean, Mark Batchelor epitomised all of that. He was just a burly character in front there, wasn't afraid to use his head in any challenge when it came to scoring yeah. goals. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to find a player like him in, in today's football. Oh, definitely. I mean, if I mean, if you ever look overseas and, 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 and things like this, you know, the, you, a lot of the sides have, They've got those. You see those big burly strikers, and and one thing about Dad Best, he wasn't he wasn't afraid to, to as you said, to get involved in mm. you know dive headers where the guys boots are coming in and everything like that. So, yeah, and 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 one 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 good thing also is that he he had he had the skill to play as well. It's not just like sometimes you've got a player that can hold the ball up and can just hit her. Mm. He could he could play soccer as well. You know what I mean? His control was good and. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, one of the top second guys, you know. I was just going through the records here, and your name stands out as one of the leading scorers during that '95 uh, campaign uh, for Orlando Pirates, uh, along with uh, Bruce uh, Ramachadi and uh, Jerry Skosani. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there was a great campaign that you guys had there as a team in '95, and you came yeah. up against some massive teams, uh, Essek Mimosa in the final itself, which you guys won 1 0, Skosana yeah. scoring the winning goal. Uh, yeah. Mark Batch was all a part of that as well. He might not have scored all the goals that he wanted to, but being part of a team like that it must have been a great spirit. And you spoke about that a bit early on, but just give us a bit more insight into the type of team that you guys had. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I've always spoken about that that squad that we had. Uh, it was us. Uh, it was actually started but started building around when Mark McCall was there in 1994, and obviously uh, had uh, Ronnie Ronald that took over, and mm. Joe Frickelson was part of it, but. Besides that, it's the team spirit that we had uh, out of those squads because this, must remember those days the squads were very small, you know, mm. 40, 50 players, what they have now, or even bigger. Um, and we, we had a nucleus, so we knew if a guy, say, for example, like you had um, uh, uh, Mark Mopanyani playing and then you had Jerry up front, you know, if, if one of them got injured and you bring Batron or vice versa, mm. we had a, a proper quality squad in midfielders and and, and, and defenders coming on or coming off, and um, yeah, that's why. I, as, as I said, it was everyone. Everyone was there in that out of that that squad that we played. They were definitely playing with their hearts because they really, truly believed in themselves and in their in their, in their fellow players. And that's what made us so special. Like that, you know, um, mm. there was there was a lot of lot of lot of good bonding, and um, yeah, it just it goes out to all the players that played there. But yeah, it's just um, obviously, um, yeah. A little bit heartbreaking to hear what happened to Bat. It's not a nice way, but yeah. Mm. But yeah, I rather 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 remember the fond memories that I can remember about him. You know, yeah. talking nonsense in the <laughs> in a change room and in the, in the in the in the room when we are talking. And I used to always when he played at Bits University, um, Terry Payne always used to shout at him, "Batch, Batch, and mm. get back, Batch!" And we always used to mock him, and he sort of hated <laughs> it, but he used to mock him. But yeah, it's all good fond memories. Yeah. We're going to have to leave it there, Gavin, but thank you so much no for problem. taking time this evening just to give us a bit more insight to what kind of play he was on and off the field. No, lovely. Thank you, Aaron, and thank you to all the listeners out there. And-
Thank you so much. We love you. Much appreciated. Thanks. Gavin Lane, the former teammate of Mark Batchelor at Orlando Pirates. Uh, We'll want to have your say and uh, give us a WhatsApp call uh, on that number. And all you have to do is leave a message for Mark Batchelor. Evening, Owen. Uh, My condolences to to Mark Batchelor's family. May his soul rest in peace. Oh, the killings in our country, man. Uh, this has to stop. Uh, it's so sad to lose a person like that. You know, but may his soul rest in peace. He will be forever missed as a player, as a father. And, uh, you know, it's so sad. I don't know what to say, Owen. But may his soul rest in peace. This is Kwena Mwimana in Chimisti.